Well, thank you. It's good to be with you. My theme this morning has to do with, as you can see, Christ's plan for bodybuilding the church. Of course, Paul is writing to the letter to the church at Ephesians. That particular town or city was in what we now call Turkey. We don't know how large the congregation was, but the principles of what Paul is saying to that church would apply to every church, to this particular church, this company of believers. Here is a man who's developing his muscles and his body. He's toning up his body. He's developing his fitness. And uh, <clears throat> I admire this man. He's not only doing the exercise, but he's also doing it with, well, some great ability with this great big weight on his body to make it all the more difficult. Something else. You might notice he's even smiling as he's doing this. So... Definitely, I admire the man in what he's trying to do. Here's this passage about Christ's plan to build up the body of the church. It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach mature unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. So, I'm speaking to you as the people of God. I'm, I'm speaking to you as the body of Christ. What does the world see of Jesus Christ? It's his people, his disciples. You are the body of Christ to the world. This is what they see of Jesus Christ now. It is the church, the body of Christ. Now, <clears throat> some of you on first impression might think this is a photograph of Graham Hine in his younger years. I must assure you that it's not. But I wanted to show you this man because it represents this person who wants to build up his body like this. It, it reveals his, well, his dedication. He's dedicated to the goal of building up his body like this. It shows his determination because he must give every effort to this goal of his body being like this. It also means discipline and diligence for him to fulfil his goal and to have a body like this. So... If we are to be the body of Christ, we also must show those qualities. That is, a dedication to Jesus Christ 
a determination, discipline in our life, and of course, a diligence in being the people of God, being the disciples of Jesus. Who is bodybuilding the church? Of course, it's the risen Lord. It is the Son of God. It was he who gave some to be these particular positions. And to each one of us, his grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. And so it is the Lord Jesus who leads the church, who inspires the church, who disciplines the church. He is at work. He empowers the church. And this is, we're not talking about a church out there. We're not talking about a denomination, but we're talking about the local company of believers who come together to be the body of the church in that community. We're talking about you. Christ is at work in you, in us. How does the Lord Jesus build up the church? Well, in this particular verse, he gives us a principle of leadership, of called leadership. It is he who gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers. You'll notice the word some. It's not incorporating everybody who is who is actually gifted or given the ability for leadership in the church. He's supposed to be a firefighter. Uh, this is an American firefighter. I, I want to show you this because firefighters now, of course, well, they do more than fight fires. Uh, for about three or four years, we had a young couple living next door to us, and Paul was a firefighter. And speaking with him, I learned a lot more about firefighters and their job. They are there, of course, as we know, if there is a serious crash on the road, it is the firefighters who come with their fire engine that they might cut out those people in that car. Talking to Paul, he talks about also a course that he did in rapid water rescue or cliff face rescue or if it's a collapsed building firefighters now go in with the equipment and the ability to rescue people in that crushed building and i'm pointing this out because it is jesus christ who equips the church how well, it's through designated leadership. These people who are given particular roles, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. But there's something more as well. It is, whoops, sorry about that. Let's go back. It is through a gifted all membership participation. Here's the scriptures. If our gift, if our gift is to speak God's message, let me just see if I've got that right. 
we've got that particular verse. Okay. We have many parts in the one body, and all the parts have different functions. We are one body in union with Christ. If our gift is to speak God's message, then we are to do it. If it is to serve, then we are to serve. If it is to teach, we then have been given the ability within the church to be teachers. If it is to encourage others, here's a list for the whole church to be involved, how we participate together. If it is, for instance, to contribute because, well, we have a generous heart, that's what we are to do. If it is to have authority, that is leadership, ability, then we are to be leaders within the church. So we participate. If it is to show mercy, people who are very compassionate people within a company of people, then we are to show them. We are to give out this ability that Jesus Christ has given us. This passage, of course, you can see comes from Romans chapter 12. And Romans chapter 12 tells us that this is how that Christ builds up the whole body. That he gives ability for the whole people to be involved and to participate. So, we are church members. We are belonging to a church. We interact with each other. We are interdependent upon each other and we're interconnected with each other. So, there's a togetherness in function, in participation and mission. Here's something further. It's marvellous that God, the Trinity, is at work. Uh, in Ephesians, it says Jesus Christ, the Lord, is at work giving these gifts. In, in Corinthians, Paul is writing to the church and says, the Holy Spirit is at work in us, indwelling us, and empowering us. In Peter, it is just God. And so we have the Trinity, God the Father, Jesus Christ the Son, and God the Holy Spirit at work within the company of the church, within us. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all, says Paul to the church at Corinth. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does work in all of us. Marvellous. God at work in us. Well, what is this, uh, this is just a, a it's reference to a football team. Uh, that, that, of course, isn't how they are positioned in the, in, on the field. It can be any team uh, game. Uh, it can be basketball. It can be softball. But I'm pointing out that, like the church, in a team sport, there are different positions. There are different players for different roles within that game. And so it is that God has given us different abilities, a different capacity, a different position within the church. But we, of course, are all on the same team. 
We are all doing the work of God. What is the Lord's goal in bodybuilding this church? Well, it's to prepare God's people. We'll notice that there's four things that, that Jesus Christ wants to manifest in his church. Let me just read to you again uh, that key passage. To prepare God's works for service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Four things. This is the plan of Jesus Christ. Here's the first. He is preparing the church and building up the church for a usefulness for service. To prepare God's people for works of service or coming from the King James, the New King James, for equipping the saints for the work of ministry. There's that word saints. He begins his letter to the Ephesians by referring to them as the saints at Ephesus. That's what we are. It really means we are dedicated people. We are dedicated to Jesus Christ. So, Jesus Christ knows our capacity. He knows us. He knows our potential. He knows our faith. He knows what we can be. He's working us, working in us by his spirit to transform us, to give us ability that we might serve. So, you are part of Christ's workforce. It is Jesus Christ who is at work in us by his Spirit. Before I went down to Bible College in the 60s, I worked for the Queensland Housing Commission. I worked with them for six years. I had two jobs. The first one was a lowly records boy, carrying the records of each house that the Housing Commission was building or renting to the various departments of the Commission. The other job was where I was, oh, I graduated to be at the drafting section of the Housing Commission. I became a survey draftsman. Now, when I arrived at the building, which was the state government insurance building on the corner of Edward Street and Adelaide Street. When I went there, there was a very simple way to register that I was there at my job. There was a roll book. And when you arrived, you signed your name and you put the time that you arrived. It was evidence that Graham Hine was at work. He was on the workforce. He had registered his name. Now, I am wondering whether we have registered for God's work in the church. Have you put your name on the roll book of the kingdom of God? Have you signed on? Well, that's the first. The second 
He's building up God's people. He's building us up. Look at this. He's at work in us so that the body of Christ might be built up. And then, of course, if you wanted the New King James, for the edifying of the body of Christ, or in the Good News Bible, in order to build up the body of Christ. Now, that word edifying is great for edifying the church. Okay, what does that mean? Well, this is what it means. To build, promoting the spiritual growth and development of the character of believers by teaching or by example, suggesting such spiritual progress as the result of patient labour. We're a work in progress. God is working in us. It is going to take some labour, some development, some time, some effort. What does it mean to be edified and to be built up? Well, I believe it means spiritual growth for every individual believer in faith and knowledge. It means a development of character. A development of character, and that, by that I mean, well, you've read about the fruit of the Spirit, that, that the Holy Spirit is transforming us in our life, in the quality of our life, in such things as love and joy and peace and patience and goodness that, and kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. That's what this means by personal development. I mean, the, char the character of the Christian. And personal maturity... We're looking for people who have, who are responsible, who are dependable, who are balanced, who are accountable, to be indeed ready for service for the church. The third thing, unity of faith and knowledge. Until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God, all of us, all of us, to reach our capacity, to be growing, to be maturing. When I went to school, I went to the Hamilton State School. It was only a very small school. Um, those, well, I suppose, for those parents who wanted their children to really advance academically, they went up on the hill to Ascot, the Ascot Hill School. But I went to the lowly Hamilton Church. Very small. And uh, in the class, in the class, those who were the brain ones were at the top of the class. At the back, on the back row, we were in forms and desks, long desks. Uh, those who were very, very slow were in the front the very front row, and, well, actually there were the others in between, and I was one of those in-betweeners. Why well, I'm saying that this, there's no top or bottom in the church, no top and bottom at all. We're all growing. We have a different capacity, some have different experiences, but 
Jesus Christ is at work in all of us, individually, individually and together. Look at this. To prepare, to prepare God's people. Uh, until we all, until we all reach unity in the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God. I like this picture. It tells us something about what the church is to be. Here's some, well, it's obviously some sort of mountain climbing. And there's one bloke who's a bit, well, he needs help, doesn't he? Look, look how many he's helping him. About this, four blokes have come back and seen this bloke sort of struggling to get up the face of the cliff. So they all come to help him out. And of course, we are told within the scriptures that this is what we're to do with each other. We are to encourage each other, help each other, teach each other, mentor each other, pray for each other. So we all, we are all moving forward, all growing. Fourthly, ultimate Christ-likeness. It says we're building this up, where Christ is building us up, that we might be become mature, attaining the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Or in the Good News Bible, in the Good News Bible it says, we shall become mature people, reaching to the very height of Christ's full stature. This is Christ's impossible goal for us, to be like him. He is at work developing us, maturing us, to be Christ-like. There's no shifting of that finishing line. There's no accommodation for our doubts or lethargy. No, Jesus Christ is transforming us, maturing us, building us up to be Christ-like. And it's not going to be by our self-effort. It is Jesus Christ himself at work in us, by his Holy Spirit. So then, Christ's plan for church building, this is a bodybuilding exercise of Jesus Christ. Who is it that's building? It is Jesus Christ himself, the Lord of the church, the head of the church, the risen Lord Jesus Christ, having authority and power at work in his church. How does he build? Through designated leadership, and, of course, devoted members together, working together. What is his goal? Usefulness for service. Upbuilding of God's people. Unity in faith and knowledge. Ultimate Christ-likeness. Well, what's our part in this? Can we, can we have this vision of adopting Christ's plan? that we're all involved, that we all have a ministry, that we all can serve, that he outfits us and equips us and enables us to be part of his church. Accept Christ's goal for our own spiritual fitness. Accentuate, that means emphasise, make it a priority, the ministry of one another. Helping one another, encouraging one another. 
adhere to God's word. The church has a manual. It has an instruction book. And that book is the Bible. And so we're fashioning our life on how the Bible teaches us. We're going to pray that we can understand what the Word of God has to say to us. And of course, if we're going to be Christ-like, we need to abide in Christ. We need to be open to his gift, to his ministry in us, giving us abilities and service. Are we fit? Are we ready to be built up? Are we part of the team? And of course, it's essential for us to remember the plan of the, of the Lord Jesus in building us up to build up the body of believers is to give evidence of his grace and power, his reality in our life, in the life of the church, in the life of the company of believers that meet in Sandstone Point. It means as disciples of Jesus Christ, we are like light and salt as Jesus instructed his disciples. And the community sees us, sees what God is doing in our midst. They see our light, they see our salt, they see our witness to Jesus Christ. And finally, let me just read that second section of this passage that we read out. Then we will no longer be infants, tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of men in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will in all things grow up into him who is the head, that is Christ. From him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does his work. Wonderful. The Lord bless us. The Lord empowers. The Lord transforms us.